Hey there, it's Arnold. I'm here because I want to help pump you up with my good buddy and scientist of strength, Skada Della. Can I give you some advices? If you're serious about strength training and peak performance, Scott's the real deal for cutting-edge information. Get serious, would you? I want to give you some advices. Join Scott's community at ardellatraining.com. What are you waiting for? Don't be a girly man or a girly woman. Join now or I'll be back. Welcome to the Ardella Training Podcast, the podcast dedicated to forging athletic bodies around the world. ArdellaTraining.com is the no BS authority in kettlebell and barbell training for today's athlete, coach, and fitness enthusiast. Get strong, build muscle, and forge an athletic body with your host, the scientist of strength, Scott Ardella. Hey guys, what's going on? It's Scott, and thanks for joining me for this week's episode. It's great to have uh, Arnold open up this week's show. I thought that was pretty cool, right? <laughs> and uh, really an honor to have Arnold uh, come on and uh, introduce this week's episode. All right, listen, we are going to get started and basically jump right into this week's show. Is I'm going to share with you my own training mistakes and failures throughout the years. And I'll explain all about that in just a minute. Before we get into that, and I share with you my training mistakes. If you could, as always, please drop in a quick review in iTunes or Stitcher. The reviews have been fantastic. And again, they really do help to grow the show and it will only take you a minute of your time to do. So if you could do that, that would be great. Uh, all right, let's get it, get into this week's episode and let's not, uh, beat around the bush here. Let's just jump right into it and talk about my training mistakes. So I'm a big believer in learning from people's failures and setbacks. I think that no matter what you look at, whether it's business, fitness, creating something, whatever it is, we can all learn from failures that other people have made. And that's what I'm going to share with you in this week's show. I thought about this as I was on a recent uh, short vacation and I was sitting uh sitting poolside and kind of writing some things down as I was sitting relaxing and I had the idea to do the show talking about my uh, training mistakes and failures. Let me tell you about my history really quick. I'll give you the brief story, but when I started out training over 30 years ago, I became involved in, in bodybuilding. I competed for six years and I was really heavy into that um, type of training for a long time. And then through the years, I kind of became complacent and um, always trained really hard, but just didn't really get the results I wanted to. And that was because of some of the reasons that I will mention here in this episode. And then a few years ago, or more recently, in, in the more recent years, I discovered kettlebells. And that was really the whole catalyst that got me back into training and peak performance and strength and all the things that I currently do today. So it was really that thing, uh, the kettlebell, that really turned things around for me in my own training. And it's been nonstop ever since. But I kind of had these middle years where I really didn't get uh, the the progress results I wanted. So let me run down seven big training mistakes that I made in those middle years. So let's uh, let's get started with that. 
Now, the first big mistake I made was just training to stay in good shape. And that's really a big, big mistake because there's nothing objective about training just to stay in good, good shape. There's no substance to it. Uh, there's no, nothing quantifiable about it. How do you really know if you're getting better if you just train to stay in good shape? And I know that a lot of people have that goal is just to, they just want to maintain and just keep in good shape. But the, the real truth is that we'll, we'll never get better. We'll never really improve by just training to stay in good shape. So there's, there's really nothing wrong with that. And, but it, it comes down to each of us having an individual goal and having clarity around that goal, defining the goal and, and moving towards it. So there has to be something measurable. Otherwise, we're really not going to make progress. Training to stay in good shape really promotes complacency and a lack of true progress, in my opinion. So the easiest way to correct that is to have something, some type of measurable goal, whether it's a strength goal, a body composition goal, a performance goal, and the list can go on. Something measurable that we can work towards to improve. And when we do that and we move towards that and then we ultimately achieve that goal, then it's time to pick something new. And there are tons of things that we can always work on to improve. So that was a huge mistake that I made in my training career is just training to stay in good shape. The second big mistake I made was convincing myself that I was eating healthy. So nutrition is a really, really big deal. I probably don't talk about it enough on the podcast. And uh, again, we'll definitely plan on spending more time on nutrition topics in future shows. But if you ask most people, are you eating healthy? They will probably say that they are. People that are working out regularly, almost all of us think that we're eating healthy and we're eating the right foods. Most people believe that they are eating well. They convince themselves of that. But the reality is that they, they really aren't. And I was guilty of this for many years because I thought that I was eating good. I thought that I was eating healthy. And... Uh, the thing is that things change, concepts evolve, new research comes out, and nutrition is such a big topic, and there's so many different nutritional philosophies and principles that we really have to stay on top of it and continually learn and always improve and always experiment with things because things change over time as well. Our bodies change over time, and you know there are certainly simple nutritional guidelines and principles that we can follow, but the reality is that we really need to focus on nutrition and all the hard training in the world doesn't mean anything if you're not eating really good. So I'm just sharing that one of the big mistakes I made is that I thought that I was eating good because I carried over some of the principles I use as a competitive bodybuilder, but the nutrition kind of slipped. It kind of deteriorated through the years. Now, I never ate really, really bad never really unhealthy, but things weren't dialed in for optimal health and optimal performance and body composition. So we need to be honest. I think that's my big point here is we need to be honest in how we are eating and do we know enough to really eat healthy and eat for performance the way we want. Because if we aren't doing that, then we're kind of wasting our time 
in the gym with hard training. So always learn, always evolve, always improve, read, listen to audio and attend workshops and uh, always improve your nutritional education and be honest with yourself. That's the big thing because I wasn't for, for a number of years. So really focus in on nutrition and improving that, that area. A third big mistake I made was failing to improve my skill set. Now, as a bodybuilder, I never really trained for performance. I trained as a bodybuilder, which typically has nothing to do with performance. But as I mentioned, when I discovered kettlebells, my mindset and attitude towards training completely changed. And ever since, I've been very focused on movement, performance, uh, mobility, uh, strength, and uh, skill development. So no matter what I do, I'm always focused on performance and getting better now. And I still feel like I have such a long way to go, such a uh, progression to still make with my kettlebell and barbell skills. Again, that's what I'm really focused in on is kettlebell, barbell skills, and some body weight, uh, movement, mobility type skills. But um, the better skills really equal better results. It equals better function, more muscle, more mobility, more of everything else that we want. So it's really important to always refine your skill set, improve your techniques, learn from the best coaches, and always uh, strive to do just a little bit better and improve your technique. No matter what training you're doing, no matter what program you're doing, uh, no matter what your goals are, always try to get better. So that's one thing that I really uh, emphasize and one of the big learnings that, that I have taken away in the more recent years is always strive to get better no matter what. Regardless of age or whatever your goals, always improve and always find new ways to, to get better. The fourth big mistake I made was having the wrong mindset. Now let me explain this one a little bit because one thing that I'm really big on is tapping into our physical potential. And I didn't understand this for many years because I thought that maybe because I thought that my best days were probably behind me as a competitive bodybuilder. And that was my mindset after I was done competing. I thought that I probably would not go back to competitive bodybuilding. And looking back, I I just thought that, well, again, I want to just train to maintain and stay in good shape. And again, when I discovered kettlebells a few years ago, that really changed the whole mindset shift. And it was the wrong mindset looking back that I had for many years because training to maintain instead of training to move closer to your physical potential is a big, big mistake. And I found that we all have this incredible physical potential for strength, for movement, for motor control, for skill development that I just talked about, um, even for body composition, for performance, and the list goes on. We have incredible physical potential, almost an endless amount of physical potential, but we need to understand we need to understand that concept and decide that we want to move closer to our physical potential. And it doesn't matter how old you are or what your background is, it's, it really comes down to a decision to move closer to your physical potential and getting as close as possible as you can to achieving optimal performance and body composition and health and all the things that, that I talk about here. So I had the wrong mindset 
for years because I thought that that was behind me instead of seeing what's ahead. And the wrong mindset is incredibly, incredibly self-limiting. I think the big mindset is really to just understand that you have incredible physical potential and that we can do a lot to move closer to that physical potential. I'll talk a little bit about that more in just a minute. Uh, Another big mistake I made, the fifth big mistake I made is really not understanding the value of strength and mobility. And I can just tell you now, this is something that we talk about all the time on the podcast is the value of strength and why we all should be chasing strength to some level because the big thing is because we lose strength as we age. We lose muscle mass as as we age. We lose mobility as we age. And strength and mobility should be the foundation of everything we are training for because it makes everything else better. Now, the level of strength that you chase will depend on your goals. So whether you're a strength athlete, whether you're an endurance athlete, or whether you're just a recreational exerciser, that level of strength will depend. And there's um, that's a whole different topic, really. But strength in general and mobility in general should really be at the center of everything that we do for the reasons I mentioned. Again, it will make everything else better. So I never really understood this. I never really understood that as a bodybuilder is the value of strength and mobility. Again, I trained for muscle mass, muscular development, and the bodybuilding style training that I did was not performance-based at all. It was very, very different. And, um, I, I just, I never got it. So I'm, I'm being honest that I, and I'm sharing that with you right now. So it's really important that we understand the value of strength and mobility in our training and make that the foundation of what we do. So that was a huge mistake that I made through the years. The sixth training mistake I made is that training became less of a priority. So we all get busy in our lives. I get it. I know that there's a ton of things going on. And as I mentioned, when my competitive bodybuilding days were over, training eventually moved down the list of priorities. And this is really a big mistake because I had always trained very hard through the years and training was always a top priority. Training and nutrition was always a top priority. As a matter of fact, one time it was a extremely dominant uh, priority, almost too much. And that was when I was competing in bodybuilding early in my career And I was really kind of obsessed, to be honest, with uh, bodybuilding at one point. And then I started to figure things out and, and get more balance in my life. But after my competitive days, the, my health and fitness weren't the big priority and things just weren't there with my training. And as a result, I wasn't focused on getting better that I talked about and I just wanted to maintain. And over the years, because of my nutrition and because my my training basically stayed the same, I would actually say that I regressed from a physical standpoint. The truth is that my nutrition got sloppy and my thinking was out of date. And if training and nutrition is a priority, the bottom line is we will have great results. And if it's not, we won't. So we are really byproducts of what we focus on. And there's really nothing more important than health and fitness if you think about it. Because if we're unhealthy, 
we can't do the things that we want to do, whether in our, our business or our, our personal lives or whatever. But if we're not healthy, then that affects everything else in our life. So when you think about it, health and fitness should really be the top, at the top of the list in terms of what is a priority in our life. Because if we don't have that, then everything else suffers. So like I mentioned, I always trained hard through the years and I always ate fair, but it just, my the training and nutrition just was not the priority that it had been. And the results certainly showed because I didn't have the results. I didn't have the body composition. I didn't have the strength. I didn't have the performance. I didn't have the mobility. I didn't have all the things because the training just wasn't a, a top priority. So the recommendation is, is that no matter where you are in your life, and even as we get older, always make health, fitness, nutrition at the top of the priority list. And again, we are products of what we focus on. So the more of a priority it is, the better results we'll have. So big mistake for me and I just see this all the time. It's what's really interesting and not to go off too much on a tangent here, but if you look at some very successful people, very successful in, in business or their careers, but their health, their fitness is not a priority at all. And uh, it's just really interesting because at some point it's going to catch up anyway, uh, moving on. So the seventh big mistake that I made was not having a structured program. Now, if you know me and if you're a listener to this show, this shouldn't be a surprise at all to the regular listeners of the podcast, but not having a program produced really poor results. As I've mentioned, just doing the same thing for so many years uh, produced really poor results and even a, a regression, as I hate to admit. And so for years, I just trained doing the same old stuff, the same old bodybuilding type stuff in the gym, machines, dumbbells, some barbell work, and uh, and just not making making any progress. So no progressions, no structure, no program equaled no progress. And a few years ago, going back to the kettlebell discovery and really getting back to focused programs, I'm doing all sorts of things now for different goals, which is really, really awesome because each program uh, helps me address the specific goal at the time. For example, right now, I'm currently doing a barbell muscle building program that I just started and I'm expecting uh, great results over the next six weeks and I'm really excited about this program and, but it's a very focused program. It's very structured and it's uh, for a specific purpose. So programming is where it's at. I've talked about this a lot and one of my big missions here is to help people uh, find programs that match their goals so that they get the results they want because it's all about doing a program. Now, you can't do programs all the time. You need to deload and take some time off and there is a time and a place for randomized training or or doing a program that's very loosely based, loosely organized, I should say. Um, but a targeted program really produces incredible results. And so for many years, I did not do a program. 
And uh, again, I, I admit that. That's painful to admit that, but it's, it's very true. So that was a huge, huge mistake I made in my training. So let me recap these seven big mistakes for you again. So seven big things here. The first one was training just to stay in shape. Again, training just to stay in shape. Uh, nothing objective about that. No substance to it. And uh, how do you measure just staying in shape? You can't. Uh, the second mistake I made was thinking, convincing myself that I was eating healthy. So nutrition is a, it's kind of a simple area and it's also a very complex area. It's simple because you can apply simple guidelines, but it's also complex because things change and evolve and we need to learn about how food interacts with our body. And for Many years, I thought that I was eating healthy, and the reality was that I wasn't. The third big mistake I made is failing to develop and improve my skill set. And again, this goes back to training the way I used to, training as a bodybuilder compared to training today as I do to improve strength, mobility, movement, uh, performance, skill, and ultimately improve uh, health uh, body composition, and all the different things that I'm, I'm working on in my training. So improving skills improves results. So that's the big thing. And I didn't understand that for a long time. And the fourth big mistake I made was having the wrong mindset and not working towards achieving my potential. And remember, we all have this incredible, unlimited physical potential, no matter what, where we are or what age we're at. And I think that the, the right mindset is approaching your training and nutrition to move as close to your physical potential as possible. And that was the mindset I did not have for, for many years. The fifth mistake I made was not understanding the value of strength and mobility. And again, this goes back to the type of training I was doing. And again, it, it took me many years to figure out that uh, strength is where it's at. Mobility is where it's at. So we need to understand that everything we want has to do with strength and mobility. And the sixth mistake I made was not having my training as a priority. It moved down the list of priorities. And as a result, my results weren't as good as they should have been. My results weren't what I wanted. And that's simply because training and nutrition wasn't a priority. Big mistake there. And then the seventh mistake was no program, no plan, and not being clear on what I wanted to achieve. So no matter what you want, um, there's a program out there to help you move closer toward your goals, but it's all about having a targeted program and focusing on one goal at a time. A big takeaway is to really focus on the program. So there you have it. Those are seven Big mistakes that I made through the years I wanted to share with you. I hope, uh, I hope it was valuable for you. Uh, think about these seven things and uh, be honest with yourself. That's what I would encourage you to do is be honest um, about these mistakes, what you can use, what you can apply in your training. So that does it for this week's episode. Uh, I do want to share a, a great resource for you. As I mentioned, always learn and always improve always develop yourself. And a great way to do that is with Audible audiobooks. You can get a free trial at audibletrial.com forward slash train. Again, audibletrial.com forward slash train. And you get a uh, free 30-day trial 
of Audible audiobooks. They've got a ton of great books there, and I'll have some great book recommendations for you again coming soon. So that does it for episode 68. Again, thank you for being here. Hope you got value from it, and I will see you on next week's show of the Ardello Training Podcast with great things to come. That's it. Take care, guys. Thanks for listening to the Ardella Training Podcast. Go to ardellatraining.com right now to join Scott's tribe of passionate fitness enthusiasts. Get valuable updates and resources that will help you take it to the next level. Train strong. We'll catch you next time on the Ardella Training Podcast.